Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Feral Audio. City. It's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. This is Todd Berry. Bridget Everett is on today. And we had a lot of fun talking. We sat on my couch. I don't know why I needed to tell you that. I didn't. Let's do some tour dates for me. January 18th, I'll be at the Fat Black Pussycat, which is a cool little room around the corner from the Comedy Cellar, run by the Comedy Cellar. I'll be doing an hour set there, sort of warming up for a special I'm doing soon. January 20th, I'll be at San Francisco Sketch Fest doing a crowd work show. The 21st, I'll be in Los Angeles at Riot Fest doing a crowd work show. February 24th, I'll be in Fort Collins, Colorado, never been there, at the Aggie Theater. February 25th, I'll be at the Oriental Theater in Denver, Colorado. So check that out. March 16th. Tickets may be on sale by the time you hear this. March 16th at the Bell House, I'll be doing a book release party show thing for uh, my upcoming book called Thank You for Coming to Hattiesburg. It's a tour diary about playing smaller markets. And uh, that comes out, that book comes out March 14th. You can pre-order it on Amazon by searching my name and finding the only book associated with my name. I mean, probably. You'll figure it out. I've probably b- contributed to other books, let's be real. Very literary. And uh, Feral Audio brings you this podcast. So go to feralaudio.com, find the link that says support our artists, and you can uh, find an Amazon link there, and you can order stuff, and a portion of it will go to the podcasters. Todd Barry Podcast T-shirts, toddberry.com slash shirt, and you can find out about those. Anyway, I think that'll about that'll be about it. Here's Bridget Everett, everyone. This is the first time I've ever done this where someone's at my couch. Don't look at the questions I wrote down for you, Bridget. Oh, you, oh, you did some. Um... I did a minimal amount of shitty research because I realized I don't. I've never. I know nothing about you. Barely even know your name. I have to remind myself of that. Okay, well, good. It's good. It's good to be here. I'm just. <laughs> I'm being funny right off the bat. Have we started? Yeah, we have. Oh God, this is I all mean, on record. Technically, we've started. Okay. What did you? Uh, you were going to bring your dog here, right? I was going to bring my dog, but you said no. Nah. No dogs allowed. You thought Kitty'd freak out. Yeah, I got a little cat staying with me. Cat yeah. stain? Cat staying with me, okay. and probably cat stains as well. <laughs> since you brought it up, what? Uh, now traveling with your dog—that's that's sort of like diva stuff, right? Oh yeah, it's pretty deluxe. <laughs> I once worked on the MTV Music Awards, and Cheryl Crow had her dog with her. Cheryl? Cheryl Crow? Did I call her Cheryl? <laughs> I, don't know. I didn't mean to. No, I think I pretty. Well, I, I travel with Poppy. Like uh, the, I traveled quite a bit this year, and I didn't bring her, and she started to love the sitter a little bit more than me so now even if i don't want to bring her i bring her really <laughs> yeah. you a little jealousy yeah 
Do you um? Is that lamp hitting your head? What's that? Is that lamp bothering you? Is lamp bothering you? No, it's kind of got a cool glow. Oh, good. Maybe take a picture. I'll post it next Thursday for. Oh, look at the cats here. Flashback Thursday. What's Kitty's name again? Her name's Sunflower. I gotta tell you, this is a beautiful kitty. It is beautiful. Soft and long hair. Do you smell my dog Poppy? She's so beautiful that she um, you can even tell on the uh, over the podcast how pretty she is. Oh, hey, enough of the sentimental stuff. What did you, um, you so like you travel with her? So you bring her, do you, you have to stay at hotels that are pet friendly? Yeah, sometimes I sneak her in if they're not. Really? I'm kind of off the rails like that. You know, I just stayed at a Kimpton in, in D.C. Oh, Kimpton's the way to go if you have dogs. Yeah, they're like, it's, if you can get your animal through our doors, it's welcome here. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that literally, literally says that on their website. It's like, I mean, they're enormous dogs that must take enormous dumps in the hallway, but oh Poppy's God, a little yeah. thing. She, I mean, she has like had an accident before, but she's pretty She's pretty good. What is her, What kind of dog is she? She's a Pomeranian. Oh, they're mean little dogs, aren't oh, they? Oh, no, she's very delicate. She's a rescue, so she had all the... Mean, sort of uh, raped out of her at a young age. I hate to Did say Did you say that. raped out of her? Yeah. Oh, my God. She's a former sex worker, Todd. And oh, then... my God. Oh, my God. You were, you were... But she's very gentle and loving and tender, just like little sunflower here. So she doesn't... Uh... She's not doesn't bark like a maniac. She doesn't really bark at all. Today she did a little bit because she got her little tootsies in the slushy snow and she didn't like that too much. Her tootsies. Tootsies. You know, her little. Yeah, her feet. You know, when you got something cute like that, fluffy, you can't talk to him like a normal person. You got to say, you want to go TT? Do your tootsies Right. No, I understand. I feel like that's the way you might learn to talk to me if we we ever like get to the place where we exchange phone numbers and things. Well, I'm going to be asking you for tickets to your show. So, I mean, maybe we'll do it then. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not joking. Baby steps. <laughs> what, uh, what did you, so did you, what did you do today, Bridget? Wow. This is, this is some hard hitting stuff. I don't wow. do hard hitting stuff. Today? Did you want hard hitting stuff? Oh, fuck. No, no, no. I stayed up really you. late last night. I had a DNDN, which is a designated non-drinking night. A, cause I wanted to be fresh for you. And, uh, B, cause I had lunch with an old friend and, uh, I stayed up late last night trying to write a song, and so I'm sort of like, I was going to try some new stuff at the show in a week or so, but I'm, maybe I won't if you're coming. You know, I'm going to do all the hits. <laughs> yeah, I need you know, that. There's no experimenting when I'm in the crowd. It's A yeah, game. It's shit. Just A game shit. It's final products. <laughs> I need the final product. I don't mean like, hey, I'm working this out. Maybe it's good. Maybe, no. When there's a comic giant, a comic giant in the house, you want to perform. Do you? Um, but no, today I didn't do much. I went to I went to brunch. I never do that. That felt kind of disgusting. But you it was, did, so you dove into the whole brunch culture we have here. I'm out of that loop. Also, no one ever invites me to brunch. Nope. Well, I, an old friend was in town, and he's like, "Do you want it? We were going to hang out yesterday, and then it was snowing, and I can't leave the house when it's snowing, so we did it today instead." When it was also snowing. Oh, I guess it wasn't snowing. Today was just bubbles. Where did you have brunch, Isabella's? Uh, the, the Mermaid Inn Uptown. Oh. Which was nice because normally I go there for happy hour by myself. Do you? Um, yeah, I like to. Let's hear about that. <laughs> well, they have these dollar oysters and then you get a martini. I like to. I, like to, I guess I'm talking a lot about drinking, it seems. That's but, all right. You drink a lot, so that uh, makes sense. Yeah, I guess it does you make have sense. A massive drinking problem. Um, yeah, makes sense. you know, well, I'm I'm able to get through the day, so so at least until that stops, then I'm not I'm stopping. fascinated by the going out by yourself thing, because I do that all the time. And oh, I do it all the time. Let's hear what, so you go to happy hour. So I go to happy hour, um, I, unless, like, the big thing I do is, like, on Monday nights, I usually take my dog out for date night and, like, keep her in a bag. <laughs> She's on my lap, and I go somewhere nice, like a... A steakhouse or something. Really? By yourself? Yeah, all the time. I mean, people in my neighborhood must think I'm such a sad old woman. <laughs> but I mean, in New York, though, that's such an acceptable thing to do. Yeah, like, but I live on like in like Brunch Alley. I live on the Upper West Side, so it's all just like young lovebirds and their sort of weekend coordinated outfits and 
I'm I'm always just by myself, but I kind of prefer it. So you'll go to a steakhouse. I don't eat I don't eat red meat, but I love a steakhouse. The side orders. The sides? Yes, the sides. <laughs> the sides. You get a good piece of fish, and uh, they their martinis are sort of like supersized. Do you um? Now back to the happy. We can hour. go to a steakhouse sometime. We can't. Do you eat red meat? I do, look- yeah, and I eat sides as well. <laughs> what are your favorite sides? Oh, I like. I love when my guests turn the tables on me because <laughs> I hit hard. And they go, "Well, we can hit hard right back." Yeah, I hit right back. Um, I like a. You know what? I like a baked potato. Oh, that, have- that seems like a Todd Berry choice. I think like it's an all-American choice. What kind of sides? You- You're not a cream spinach person, are you? Fuck. Are you? That's like top three. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I've ever tried it, but it looks like something I would not enjoy. Um, it seems too slimy. Oh, it's so good. And then I like that, and I like, I really like all the sides. I like the asparagus. I like the, like the scalloped potatoes. The yeah, that's good. Cheese. Oh my! I've always thought steak. I mean, it's not something I'm revolutionizing, but it always seemed like, oh, so a ten pound steak and potatoes and cream spinach. Oh yeah, and like, you know, just like, eat yourself sick. And if you go by yourself and you order the sides, because the sides are usually like family style, and yeah. they just think you're like a disgusting human being. But you don't eat it all. You just, if you want to try it, you have to order it. Do you take it home? Not really. I don't really take a lot of leftovers home. Because I'm, you know, I'm always on the go, so I don't have a lot of time to get to those leftovers. Oh, I get you. The Life, uh, life of the cabaret, on the cabaret uh, walk, or whatever you call it. Let's, I'm not done talking about the steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, let's go back. The, um, oh, and also, do you ever go to Capitol Grill? You know, that's so funny, because I was in D.C. with my girlfriend. We walked by a Capitol Grill, and I said... There's one of these in every city that I go to. Yeah, and I go to them a lot after shows because they usually stay up until 11. That's There's, so funny that you mentioned that. They have comfortable bar stools and you can get a lobster. <laughs> it's a very clubby, sort of country clubby. Is that a good way to describe it? I mean, a little bit. It's a little sort of like the bush years for my taste, but I also like a lobster, you know. You like a lot, a lot of work with a lobster. Yeah, but then you sort of like... You can go slow and enjoy it. You can start off with a martini, and then you can slide into a glass of Chardonnay, and you're not going to finish your meal between the time it you know takes you to have your first drink and your second drink. Can you go by? Can you run that by me one more time? <laughs> <laughs> I also like at Capital Grill they have this thing, uh, this like Stoli Doli they call it. I call it Peeny Teenies. It's like just a big thing of vodka that's got like pineapples that's been. Soaking it. Oh, it's like infused vodka. Infused vodka, yeah. So I started making that in the summertime. You make your own infused vodka? Peeny teenies, yeah. What is peeny teenies? I don't understand that. Because it's pineapples, peenies, in the um, teeny, martini, peeny teeny. Oh, wow. That's... So if, if you ever find yourself out, um, you know, where I'm in the summertime, then we can have some peeny teenies. I know you're, you you don't, I feel like you're not that much of a, a drinker. You like to drink the red wine every time I see you occasionally. Yeah, I drink a little, but I don't, okay. I'd have a feeling that, I mean, I don't have things like where you just said, timing your meal so you can have the second drink <laughs> like i don't i don't not that i'm not that uh yeah, calculated not... with my <laughs> it's kind of like i have a glass or two of wine yeah. maybe three sometimes but Ooh, wow that's a crazy rails. night though is it yeah okay that's a... do you ever do it before you perform or and... the handful of times i've done it like even like half a glass of wine uh-huh. fucks me up really yeah i mean i'm like it just slightly affects my speech do you get nervous um like performing honest. yeah yeah, I get nervous. Situationally, I get nervous. Like in a new venue or like a new crowd Like if it's a or... comedy club and, you know, everyone, there's other comics there yeah. and I'm pretty good. But if it's like a corporate thing in a, yeah. in a Sheridan in <laughs> Cleveland and I'm the only comedian and yeah. they hate me and they're talking and no but they're paying they me a lot of money. No, it's, it's happened. 
I mean, I'm good, but <laughs> I, even some like there's people who don't like the Beatles. <laughs> oh wait, uh, I'm just talking about myself. That's right. the, um, so the steakhouse now. Do you sit at the bar? Do you sit at? Are you one of those people who I'm alone, so I have to sit at the bar? Yeah, unless I have my dog, then I sit at a table in the bar, so I can sort of put her in her bag. Her, I have like an incognito bag that I put her ne- right next to me. So you probably can't really bring a dog into a steakhouse, right? No, if they see me coming, I'm going to be in some trouble. <laughs> Which steakhouse do you go to? Can I ask you, or is that too personal? Like in in the city? Yeah, that's too personal. But um... off camera, we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> okay. No, I don't want people bucking you. Yeah, I get a, I get a really hammered on the streets. Do you? No, but it just feels like the only time that people really recognize me is like when I'm eating alone and then now like it happens. Like yeah. last time I was last week I had Poppy and I sort of had her in my jacket because we're sitting outside so you can have him outside and somebody sends me over a shot of tequila. I guess I look like I needed it, but I don't do shots when I'm sitting by myself. Right. That's That would be sad. I guess that's sort of, that's a little dark, right? Yeah. That's, well, I think the shot aspect alone <laughs> yeah. at a steakhouse, just like, I need a shot of tequila right now. Yeah. That's a little weird. So they send you over a shot of tequila. Yeah, that'll happen. Well, I can't get over this. I know you're- You're distracted by this cat. Yeah, we have a cat between us. She's, she's very, very pretty, right? She's beautiful. Maybe she'll meow for us like had, a real she cat. She had her little paw, like, you know when they put the one paw on your leg or something? That's a, a level of tenderness that is so- heartbreaking and 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 lovely it's it's sort of hard for me to get through a day once that happens <laughs> i do there is something about the or even if you see someone holding a baby and the baby's got his little hand arm around it. oh come on it even a tough guy like me melts when i grew up we had this cat named sybil um who was a persian um and uh she used to walk around the house with her arm around my neck uh-huh it's pretty great well, that's pretty cool yeah well she's She's long gone. This cat likes to crush my balls. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, she'll just sit down in the perfect, like, it's so cute because she's sitting on my lap and you're like, oh my God, this cat that I don't really know that well, it's on my lap and it loves me clearly, but also it is crushing my balls. But it's cuteness and ball crushing at the same time. That's good though. It's just nice to be touched. That's what I like to say. (laughs) (laughs) What? uh, I'm trying to think if I've exhausted all the steakhouse questions. (laughs) Because the thing with the table is sometimes I'll go, I'm going to go sit at the bar, and then I go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to sit. I'm, say, I'm taking a table by myself, and I feel really powerful. Yeah, I just, I, you know, there's danger in sitting in the bar because then, you know, like you might have to talk to somebody. Right. And, like, I like a bartender that's not too talkative, but that's never the case. A lot of those bartenders, you know, they're trying to get in there. Like, I try to get my 10,000 steps. They're trying to get in their 10,000 words, but just till. 10,000 steps? What is that? Oh, 10,000 steps. Oh, like on a, yeah, yeah I have that app. Oh, I have do, that app. Yeah. Do you do it? Yeah. What does that have to do with bartending? I'm confused. Well, again, they're 10,000 words or something. Oh, I see where they have a little quota. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That was a good little parallel you made there. I tried, you know, I'm not used to talking to people in the daytime. No. What time you stay up till? Well, I stay up late. I just don't really talk to people until I'm like out and doing stuff. This, I mean, I guess it's sort of not really nighttime yet. It is a little nighttime. Uh, right now it's 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 pushing seven o'clock. Yeah, forty-five. Okay. And I mean, I t- think technically there's no way to argue it's nighttime. <laughs> do people talk to you when you do the happy hour? Because I feel like that's what you're supposed to. You're allowed to do that. Oh, I keep my headphones on a lot. Really? Or I play Words with Friends. <laughs> I love. I used to play Words with. I should start. I should re. I couldn't log in last time I tried. Oh, I. You it, know, I one night I I was on Twitter. I'd had a 
had a few. God, it yeah. really sounds like I drink a lot. Um, and then I um, I just said, who wants to play Words with Friends? And then a bunch of people just uh, asked me to play games. So I've got like 20 games going right now. Really? Yeah. It's it's just not as fun with a stranger, I find. Like if I know someone just slightly even, it's more fun than... Yeah, I mean, but it did compromise a few of my friendships. Really? Let's yeah, hear that. Yeah, because you know, like when I was first getting into it, I wasn't very good. And my friend would just just demoralize me every single game and never let up. But now I beat him uh, about, you know, every other time. So it feels good. But I had to stop playing with him for a while because I don't want to see his face. I, um, yeah, it's weird. play with? He must play with like some, you know, I I played with, uh, Scott Ackerman for a while. Uh huh. And do you know Scott? No, but he must know big words. I mean, he's a comic, right? Right. But he knows he was using words like there's no fucking way that word is in your vocabulary. Like that seems like a Scrabble word, like (laughs) the Scrabble guys. And I'm not saying he's not smart, but I'm just saying it's like, you know, Q-U-V-V-R-G. Like, no way you just took a chance and that turned out to be a word. Sometimes you just line up the letters and roll the dice and and hope for the best. That's a metaphor for life, don't you think? I do think. Did you just go on vacation, Bridget? I feel like you did. I did. I went on two. How do you do that? (laughs) Well, I didn't, you know, I was, I didn't start really, uh, make enough money that I can vacation until like just a couple of years ago. So now I'm just like every chance I get, it's like, you know. Where did you go on these two like, vacations? Uh, well, the first one I went to Hawaii. Like, Oh, you, you'll like this. You'll find this interesting. You want to know why I went to Hawaii? Yeah. Can I guess or is it, would it be fun to guess or should I? No, it wouldn't be fun to guess. Okay, then just tell me. <laughs> I want things fun. Uh, I was worried I wasn't going to be able to keep my Delta Diamond status. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. So I flew to um, Maui um, so I could keep my, my Delta Diamond status. My friends came and it was pretty cool. They fr- Oh, your friends joined you? I, I, I flew them out because I had the miles. So then I got my diamond status and took my friends on a trip. Oh, so you paid for your ticket and used miles for their ticket. Yeah. You must have had a ton of miles. In. Yeah. How do you get done? See, I've never, I've never gotten more than gold on any of these. And I'm like do you all go massively on one, famous. Do you go, yeah, I mean, well, I'm do you go on one airline? I try to, but I, you know, sometimes if it's yeah. like, I'm not going to spend an extra $500 to fly to, to uh, Detroit to get 1600 miles or whatever. I guess I do. Do you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah, but it, oh man. Yeah. So you, so where'd and you? And then I went to, and then I went to Mexico. I went to like Punta Mita, I think it is. You went by yourself? I went with some friends. Some, uh, um, do you know who Michael Patrick King is? I do. Yeah. I, I haven't seen him. him in ages. I went with him and, uh. He put me on sex in the city. I bet he did. I mean, I is auditioned. Is that what paid for this fancy building it, that you live in? It did. It paid for it. It paid for the diamonds I'm wearing and the, <laughs> yeah. the five flat screens that are laid out. People in front don't of you. know that about you, huh? I'm very. I wear jewelry inside. Pinky and then, rings. Yeah. <laughs> so you went with him. Who else? Uh, um, I went with him and his partner and uh, Jenny Bix, who's another. She was like a Sex in the City writer, and um, she's she's great. And her husband, and then uh, Whitney Cummings ended up showing up down there too. What does that mean? She ended up showing. Like she just well, she, she wandered was on vacation in. with us, and she knows Michael because they did two broke girls together, uh-huh. and like we were at the same resort, but it's like pretty small. It's like for twenty eight people. Is, is oh, capacity. she was on vacation by herself, just randomly, or well, no, she came. She knew that we were that okay. Michael was going right. to be there, but it was fun. There was like this day where we got to um, take some baby sea turtles oh. and put them into the water. You take them out; they're like a day old, and they and they've been in a little cage, and you take them, and they're in your arms, and it's pretty tender. And then you just, they go on the sand and then the, the wave keeps bringing them back. The tide keeps bringing them back, but they keep going, they keep going. And in about 10 minutes, all hundred of them were out in the ocean. 
Wow. It's pretty magnificent. And this, the the resort hooked that up? Yeah. You know, I follow like Nat Geo and all that shit on uh, Instagram. So Nat Geo has the best Instagram account. Yeah. So I'm and Audubon Society does also. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know. If you like pretty, bright colored, brightly colored birds, which I enjoy looking at them. Well, who didn't like that? So who you flew all those people out there? Well, that no, this one was just. Um, this oh, that was the Mexico one. The Mexico one. But I flew my two friends to Hawaii with me. That's uh -huh. a baller move for somebody who was a waitress just two years ago. <laughs> I'm trying to like enjoy any good any good uh, fortune that comes to me. I like to share it. Oh, good. Um, I'll, we'll be taking advantage of that at some point. Like you know, I you know my shows at, at Joe's are sold out. You can come up and sing with me, and you know that's spread the love that way. I seriously want to come Tuesday the seventeenth. Can I? Uh, yeah, I'll get you. I'll work it out. All right, let's work this out on. Let's on our own time. No, record. No, on this, well, on the podcast. Who to this? Is this people like that drive around? Are they people that I had my in? biggest month, uh, like December was my biggest highly rated month in well, my history of my podcast. This might be a so dip, So you're riding though. the wave. It might be a dip, and then I'll- Who were the guests? Who were the December guests? Um, I had I had Elvis Presley, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obama. Uh-huh. I had Trump, just because he's newsworthy. Ugh. I don't like him, but he's agreed to do it. No, I didn't. What would you do if you saw him on the street? Would you? Would would you? Or if you were, if you went to a steakhouse, right, and you're both up there for happy hour, and he was there, and you were there, would you? Would you know, you it's say so funny because I'm doing an email interview with this paper in Colorado, and the guy mm -hmm. asked me, "What would you do if he was front row center at one of your shows?" What would you do? And I did say, I would sort of take joy in annoying him. I mean, not annoying him, ignoring him. Oh, all right. It's like when someone shows up and they're like, they're pointing out their birthday or something. It's like, yeah. I, no, no. <laughs> Happy birthday. I'll tell you that off yeah. stage. But, but be... yeah, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I, I don't think I would, it's not my style to go, Kobe, look at the fascist or something. I just wouldn't <laughs> do it. I mean, that doesn't mean I like the guy. Well, would you, would you say something to him? I don't know. I have dreams about. I I get more offended by Ivanka for some reason. Like really, I feel like she sort of tries to like be like I'm a fem. You know, well, she's like I'm a feminist, but then she stands up there with her father, who's like such a piece of shit. <laughs> but don't you think it's hard? I mean, don't you think it's just kind of hard to disassociate yourself from your father? I do, but it doesn't mean she has to stump all over the yeah. country for him. I don't know. It's it's tough. But I I just want it all to be over. But it's not. It's just getting started. Well, it is over. He won. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe you were at a steakhouse uh, playing words with friends when this news came in, but uh, he's the prince. Well, the I prince. do check in on Twitter, Twitter to see what everybody has to say. I don't really like to tweet myself. I like to read and you know keep up with. You don't. You don't do political on. tweets. Well, I just retweet other people's stuff. I don't want to. I just like to have my opinion and get pissed off and you know. Yeah, kind of private about. It. I'm kind of private about <laughs> yeah. my dumb opinions also. The um. So let's. How many? How'd you fly them? Like business? No. Economy? Yeah. From New York? Yeah. Delta okay. Comfort. Delta Comfort. All right. Yeah. That's still a lot of miles, I bet. It is. It took up a lot of miles. <clears throat> um, and I'm bringing, I'm going to Nashville. And I have some friends that are coming with me and they wanted to go. So I had to get them Delta Comfort too. So I'm, I'm about down to the bone right now. So you, yeah, you're going to run But I like out. to, it's, it's, you know, it's more fun with friends. For somebody that likes to go eat out alone, all, you know, it's. It's nice to spend some time with friends. That's what I was asking you because I, what I was go about to ask you is that uh, if you, um, like the idea of going on a vacation with a group of people, I've done that I think one time. Yeah, it might make me a little uneasy. But what? A, well, I, but I guess if you're close enough and they're relaxed. Yeah, I, I like if it's like people that are pretty chill. I I go out uh you know 
I've vacationed with uh, Amy Schumer quite a bit. Fucking name drop. Well, listen, you know. I think she seemed like she would be a blast to to uh, <laughs> she vacation. Is really, she's really fun, and we keep we have like a same pace, you know. What is that pace? Nice dinner, maybe go check out a local bar, listen to some music, back in the hotel room, pajamas, watching The Bachelor. Really? <laughs> yeah. What time are we talking about? It's up to me, like 11. Where have you vacationed with Amy? We go to New Orleans a bunch. We've gone to like some, we went to Hawaii one time. She's, she likes to live well and treat her friends well. Yeah. Yeah. And I've gone on the road with her a lot too, which is fun. Who do you go with? Do you go, do you bring somebody with you? Um, I sometimes do. I mean, I don't, the only, my equivalent of that is, you know, doing shows with Louie with, yeah. with private jet kind of situation. But people make fun of private jets until they get on one. They're like, Fuck yeah, then, they, then there's nice. no turning back. There's no turning back. There's no. I just I would think like the someone being like someone like Amy or Louie, the worst part would be. Just flying alone and sitting next to some super fan for <laughs> oh, six hours. Imagine? And they're just like talking. Well, to you the that whole must time. happen to you all the time. It does. People see I fly coach mainly. I'm making a, <laughs> I'm making I'm pouting right now. And uh, you should treat yourself. You work hard. But I I. Tr- I I want to, but it's just like, you know, sometimes it's like, I'm not going to spend 90% of what I'm making yeah, to get there. Yeah, especially with your diamond rings and your I mean, your flat screens. All and... that, Bridget, is jokes, the diamonds. <laughs> I'm a modest, middle class person, maybe. Is, well, I don't know if, you know, this is a pretty nice building. Maybe have. upper middle class. Hey. Maybe multi-billionaire. No, the... um. Yeah, you got a couple zeros in the bank account. Do you... um? So... Does she get bugged a lot when you travel with her? Um, yeah, some, yeah. You know, she sort of was. She was, well, especially like about a year ago, she was really at the height of it. Yeah, it's pretty intense. But you know, it's part of the deal, right? It's part of the deal. Welcome to my world. Yeah, I'm just glad you let me in your apartment every day. Now, I um, I thought you were going to Miami for some reason. I was in Miami a couple of weeks ago. Was that a vacation? No, I did a show there. It was, it was, well, I went a day early to give myself a vacation. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's a good trick that I do sometimes as well. Yeah. You know, give yourself a treat yourself. Um, I was laying out by the pool. Um, I sat next to somebody, these two women that had their two Pomeranians, Pomeranians and I hadn't brought mine. I tried to pet one and it bit me. Really? Yeah. They can be a little aggressive. I think that's what paid for that trip to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Colossal lawsuit. Yeah. That was like Gloria Stefan's. I mean, somebody would Pomeranian. have to do something really fucked up to me for me to sue him. Really? I'm not really into that stuff. You're not into, <laughs> yeah. you're not into endless hours of litigation? Really? Not really. What? <laughs> <laughs> but if I trip in this apartment, you're going to be hearing from somebody. Now, I looked at your website. Oh, I, I have a website. Yeah, I mean, kind of. But uh, <laughs> yes, I guess so, technically. Um, uh huh. What'd you see? Your tour dates. Yeah. It's interesting. You're playing like some straight on full on comedy clubs. Like, do you, have you done a lot of that? I don't see, I just don't, I see it as like a Joe's pub sort of. That's because you've never been to my show, Todd. Are you, okay. <laughs> it wasn't an insult. It was, no, I'm kidding. Um, I, I'll do, I, uh, I happen to really like Zanies in Nashville. I've done that. It's actually, it's quite a good club. It's yeah. well run. I think they they put you in a nice hotel. You ride around the restaurant from Hattie B's, this hot chicken joint that I love. And oh. did you go to Hattie B's when you're down there? No, I went. I went to um, Prince's Hot Chicken. Oh, we're talking. We might go to Prince's this time, but I'm so into Hattie B's, it's hard to sort of break away. It's like the nouveau 
Prince or was it Princess? Is that what it's called? Princess is a pretty the legendary down to earth yeah. kind of a. I might try that. Um, but then uh, mostly I like to play rock clubs and music venues because I'm a singer. You're a good singer. Uh, We're watching. I was watching a clip of you today. Yeah, I, I, I like to sing. I was like, holy shit! You know, I got my degree in vocal performance, like opera. Really? <laughs> From where? Arizona State. In Tempe. Uh huh. Oh. But I haven't been back since I left. In Tempe, though. Okay. Yeah. Tempe's nice. Yeah, I've done. Have you done the improv there? No, I've never been back since. You I left. should do the improv there because it's big. Yeah, maybe. I, I come, comedy clubs are kind of weird for me because the sound kind of sucks. Yeah, that's true too. I have yeah. to really like it and like this. You know. That's true. But I watched this clip of you from Australia. Oh yeah. That was great because it just I love that it built because it was like oh she's just telling a story. <laughs> oh, that's cool. This could just be a story for six minutes and then this fucking band comes out on a rotating platform. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> I was like holy shit. Then you're in the crowd. I was like fuck. Maybe jealous. I flew in like that day. I think and did that that night. I'm like, I'll never do that again. I was like, so I I felt like I was like swimming in a glass of milk. Do you ever have that when you just like? Yeah, I've flown. I've been to Australia a few times, and it is a very surreal. Yeah. I mean, I found myself. Well, I guess because you're on a plane for 26 hours, you get there and you're kind of like, let's go for a walk. Like the last (laughs) thing you want to do is go take a nap or anything. Yeah, let's get out there. (laughs) But it's such a. It is very strange. Gotta get a little vitamin D. Yeah. I'm going to Sydney at the end of February. I'm excited about that. Have you ever been? I've only been to Melbourne and uh and Adelaide, which was a little bit of a it's more like a cow town. So Sydney, I want to get where the action is. Uh Sydney's beautiful. There's like a little I think Sydney is uh what do they say about Sydney? There's sort of a I don't know if it's friendly rivalry between them and Melbourne, but that makes sense, yeah. Because when I was down there, people on Melbourne were talking shit about people in Sydney. Yeah, I mean, I guess they say Melbourne's more the New York of Australia, and I don't know what Sydney is, but that's what I heard. And then when I went there, I was like, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I went there, and it's like, you know, both these cities seem pretty cool. Yeah, I probably would pick Melbourne, but I, I haven't been to Sydney as, as much. But it's it's beautiful. As much. Yeah, I mean, I did do the Opera House with Sarah Silverman there. Oh, excuse me. I mean, if you're going to fly to Sydney, you might do, as well. Yeah, might as well be the Are you doing a festival there? Yeah, I think there's some like a Mardi Gras. It's like a gay Mardi Gras thing. Yeah? Yeah. Sort of my people, you know, I like to. Well, let's talk. That flight's going to be a, you got to, they fly any business your first? Yeah, business. Delta? Better be. Lot, oh, but this fuck. year, I went this year and they flew me United and I was so pissed because that's like a lot of miles. I'm a United guy. You're United, really? Yeah, not necessarily because I love them so much, just uh-huh. the way it ended up, and then you're trapped. Yeah, you're trapped. Because they're well, like, oh, I'm not going to switch after I got well, gold somebody, stuff. Somebody told me that you can like you can call the airline and be like, listen, Delta's not doing me right. Delta's like been doing some, they started cutting out their chocolate chip cookies and <laughs> like the warm cookies and the right. warm nuts. Why bother? Yeah, that's called a status match, Bridget. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. I've done that a few times. But just thinking like I try to do it every year. It's like, yeah, you're not going to do this every year. We'll give you one little chance, or they'll do a little <laughs> challenge. Like, all right, if you fly Delta seven times, we'll let you renew this. Oh, really? Yeah. Like that coffee cup, by the way. Well, what does it say? It says, uh, fuck off. Try our coffee. Delicious. <laughs> it looks like, um, anyway, does it matter? It does matter. Everything matters. The, um, what was I going to ask? Let me see what my, on my list here. Do, do, do That's vacation. Like, it's, there's not a lot of questions there. Yeah. It's a good thing I, that uh, <laughs> I don't give those yes or no answers. Yeah, these are terrible questions. I actually wrote down, what did, oh, that's dumb. I'm not going to I want to hear it. 
I was going to say, do you consider yourself a comedian or a cabaret performer? But I feel like that's like got to be the worst question anyone's ever asked. Uh, I don't think it's a bad question. Okay. I think of myself as a cabaret performer and a singer. Um, but that probably just lets me off the hook for like trying to be funny because it's I think I'm like I'm trying to come up with some new songs and new material right now. And if I start to think about it in terms of like making jokes and making it funny, uh-huh. I just get blocked. So right now I'm just trying to write songs and then the stories will come. And then sort of your own sense of humor just comes out naturally as opposed to like, I'm going for the funny here. I don't ever go for the funny. I'll like sit in the bathtub. I'll think of a story and I'll think of like a, a way to tell myself the story that I think is funny. Uh-huh. But I'm not like going for like hard jokes. So, so when like a comic comes to my show, I get really, it makes me a little unsettled because I'm like, oh, they're thinking oh. like they're waiting for the boom, boom, pow. You know what well, I Well, you're going to be unsettled on the 17th because <laughs> <laughs> a big fucking gun is showing up to your show. <laughs> the joke doctor. Front row. Do you ever, do you, um, do you collaborate or do you completely write these things? I collaborate. Parts? You have like a, well, how do you do that? I do like all different kinds of combinations. I, there's like, I have a band and so I, there's the guy that, um, plays piano for me. He's like, well, kitty, you're digging in there. Oh, she digging into you? Yeah, I like you're it right? though. I okay. love it. Um, she keeps putting the one paw on my leg. I can't yeah. take it. It's so tender. Um, yeah, but I, I've collaborated with quite a few people and I like that because if it was up to me, it's going to be a two chord song and I'm just going to say dick, dick, pussy, pussy, dick, dick. Right. I need, you know, a little, somebody to push. You need someone to go, hey, you can say tits as well. (laughs) And you're like, oh, I forgot about tits. (laughs) Fuck, I can say, I'm glad I'm collaborating with you. I know, right? Well, also, like, the, if you may, I don't want to drop another name, but, like, the reason I started writing my own songs is because, um, for a long, he's on sabbatical right now, but for a long time, Ad-Rock was in my band. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um, and. I wanted to do an album. He's like, okay, I'll help you. I'll produce your, I'll help you produce your album, but you're not going to do covers. You have to do originals. Like, and I was like, but I don't write songs. And he's like, yeah, you do. And so we were playing catch in the park one day. And, um, cause me and, uh, do you know who Murray Hill is? Yes, I know. Uh, him. Yeah. Murray Hill. And then, um, my friend Champagne Jerry, who I'm going to go see after this, we were all playing catch in the park and I started like, come up with a song about different kinds of tits and i told adam afterwards and i was like this is this is silly right and he's like or i was like this is ridiculous right and he's like no it sounds like a hit you should go home and write that and he's like you know ridiculous work for the beastie boys and it's gonna work for you too and did you go like, yes i know you were in the beastie boys <laughs> you don't have to bring that up well i'm aware how did you meet him um we're on the same softball team murray took me i was like pretty depressed for like a hot second and uh, I was like just sitting at home and drinking and not doing anything. I mean, I was doing something, but waiting tables and the show I did hadn't really gone anywhere. And Murray's like, you should get some, get outside, get some vitamin D and come play softball with us. And so I did. And like that softball team like has changed my life in a lot of ways. Where, so did you, I don't even know where you started. Did you start in New York? Yeah, I started, I started, well, I started in karaoke bars. Really? <laughs> yeah. Cause that was the only, like I moved here to do music theater and I like went to a couple equity open calls and they're like, you are not a, a chorus girl. Get the fuck out of here. And then I wasn't, you had to be famous to get like a job and you also have to be able to audition well, which I can't. I was like shit in my pants right before an audition. So, um, I just started going to downtown shows and I saw Murray Hill and Kiki and Herb and sweetie, this drag queen that's fantastic. And I was like, Oh, this is, this is New York changed my life. Cause like you see all the kinds of shit right. that goes on here. It's pretty cool. And so I took what I was doing in the karaoke bars 
And I started adding stories to it, and then that's cabaret, and that's how. So you would book yourself at cabaret at, at karaoke bars? Like no, I would just you go just to, go show that's up. That's just the only singing I could do, oh, okay. and it was like sort of like just a training ground, like just like because I would go ape shit, like rip off my shirt, get on top of the bar, spit yeah. booze out, and it's like what I do now, except I get paid for it. Wow! But I won't spit booze on you on the seventeenth. So that's why um, <laughs> that's why he said don't do covers because he knew you from karaoke. Well, no, because we were doing covers and stuff and like, and I'd started a band and then he's like, you should be writing your own songs. And so I did. And he really encouraged me. That's good. I yeah. I agree with him. Yeah. I mean, other, but I'm like <laughs> the kind of person that won't really do something unless I get pushed, you know, like I'm not, you know, I feel like my friend and I were talking at lunch. He's like, Channing Tatum is a hustler. He gets up, he works. He's like doing, you know, like we don't know him, but you know, like assuming that like right. somebody that like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is getting shit done. He's got a plan. He right. like, if something's not happening, he's doing this, that, and the other, but that's not me. I mean, I like to work if it's lined up, but I don't like, but creating my own destiny takes a little bit of work and energy. So you like a little quality of life stuff. You just, I'm guessing you want to, you don't want to be all about work or do well, you? Well, I love work. Singing's like, there's nothing that makes me happier than singing. And then my dog, Poppy, like that, that's like the dream, like, you know, having Poppy, doing a show and going home and snuggling with Poppy. Like, what's better than that? But, no, I wish you'd brought poppies. Well, I think it probably no, would have been... No, the cat would have flipped out. I've been told she will flip out. Well, you're beautiful. You should flip yeah, out. She... You should be the star of your own show, and you are. Um, what a beautiful chin. You guys got it. You, do you ever, like, put pictures of your kitty cat on your Twitter? You, um, I have like... Instagram with several pictures. Of oh, them. you do? Yeah, I do. I'll have to look up on Instagram. The videos, yeah. That was a great plug for my Instagram account, Todd, Todd Barry, Barry Verified. Oh, verified. I'm not verified. I don't on, think. on Instagram? I I'm Bridget Everett, I think. I could probably hook that up. But. Poppy's got her own account, Poppy underscore Louise. Really? Yeah. Because I wanted to name her, um, her name, her foster name was Poppy. You know where I got her? I got her off, um, well, Pet Finder, but do you know that guy, the fat Jew? Yeah. His. I don't know him, but I. Well, his I've wife, heard about him. now his ex wife, is a real big animal shelter uh person uh -huh. and so anyway she um they have this dog toast that was i think the toast and muppets revenge or something yeah anyway they were fostering poppy and i happened to see it on toast account and i also saw her on pet finder and i also saw her on social tees which is just right up on fourth street and so i went and met her and i was like well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have her but her nick her name was poppy but i want to call her louise mandrell but i kept saying well what should i call poppy and everybody said well her name's poppy now you can't call her Louise Mandrell. It's too late. Right. So she's Poppy underscore Louise. I always wondered about that because I thought of getting my own little kitty cat. And, uh, oh, you should. and I went to like Cat Cafe and there was a cute one and it had a goofy name. Oh, yeah. I was like, what do you do? I mean, like at what age can you just, is it like, yeah, you can't just change. The well, I'm, I, oh, they're their names. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I, that's the thing. Like you, I was just at the vet today picking up some little, um, um, dental chews for Poppy to help her with her tartar buildup. Uh -huh. And I was Love reading it. the sign-in sheet and just like reading all the names. Like the somebody named their dog Nike. Now that's so fucking. Ew. Like everything else was good. There was like Moose and 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 you know Bruiser and all that kind of stuff. I love that shit. Or Nike. Gladys, but Nike. I mean, who does like that? Spelled like Nike. Yes. That's pretty cool. Your veterinarian's open on Sunday though. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never know what's going to happen. That's uh, that's that's like the TD Bank of veterinaries. But TD Bank doesn't open on Sunday. Sunday yeah, they anymore. are. Oh, they are. Oh, they, oh, they stopped doing that. Oh, I don't know. I you know I used to go there when I was waiting tables a lot and take my coins on Sunday because 
you know, they have those coin machines. Yeah, no, there. no. I think there was a controversy because they they weren't accurate. The counting wasn't. I thought I read something about that. <gasps> no, I would get on that class action. Oh man, well, as a class, what'd you, what, what if you got like a check for like seventy five thousand dollars? <laughs> I'd be happy with seventy five. Where did you weigh tables? Um, I worked for the for Steve Hansen for a long time. You know, he has he he owns like the Dos Caminos and Blue Water Grill and all those. But I worked at the original Ruby Foos on the Upper West Side. And uh, and then I worked at this place, Ocean Girl, which is now closed. They're both closed. Ruby Foos was that? That was like on seventy seventh, wasn't uh-huh, it? In Broadway, yeah. Wow. And then did they open one? I opened it and closed, it, and they have one in Times Square. The or one in Times Square is right next to Caroline's, yeah. and the one up uptown is next to Stand Up New York, I think. But it went out of business. Yeah, yeah. It closed. It's like a it's like a CVS now. That's funny that they're both opened right next to Comedy Club. I never thought about that till just now. That was a very like uh, I, the food was kind of good. I don't know how authentic. Well, it was, when it I first opened, tasty. it was like the food was so good and like it was such a trendy place. And then I just got lazy and I got health insurance and I just stayed. You just stayed. I just stayed. <laughs> I guess I don't like change. <laughs> oh, you mean you stayed at at, at the restaurant? Restaurant, yeah. okay. Yeah. I got confused when you said you got lazy because I thought you'd say I quit because I got lazy. No, no. I, I, you gotta Did make you like that... waiting tables? No, I hated it. It was horrible. Were you um, – I could see you being I good. was efficient but not very friendly towards the end. Sort of just a, a simmering hostility. <laughs> Do you, you wait on any celebrities? Oh, all of them, like back in the day. I Let's waited hear on... some stories. Let's hear some stories. <laughs> Woody and Soon Yi. Did you? <laughs> yeah, back like many years ago. And then um, – Oh God, everybody came in. But the best was we used to have all these parties for like, like after parties, like the sex in the city after the party, which is, which is funny because, you know, it doesn't matter. But anyway, um, but one day the, 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 the biggest one for me, there were two, there was Jerry Orbach came and sat in my section. I bet he's nice. He was so nice. And I watched Law and Order every single day before I go to work. And then he came in and I was like. Shitting my pants. Did you wait on him? Uh, I waited on him. He was so nice. And then, um, but one day, um, and Ruby Foods had this big sweeping grand staircase. And um, Richard Simmons came in one time in in the outfit, in oh the shorts. God. And l- of all the famous people that came in there, when, you know, you know, New York restaurant when they're hot, like everybody comes in. But he was the only one to get everybody just sort of collectively like. <gasps> I feel like Richard Simmons is one of those celebs who's like. He's not going to be wearing a hat and a mustache. He's like, no. here I am, and you're going to see. Oh yeah, me. I mean, he literally came with like shorts and like sneakers and like a little shirt wow. and like the whole thing. He's not wearing like a a polo and khakis. At he just all. seems like a guy. Yes, you can ask him for a picture <laughs> while he's eating. He won't care. You know, I took his class. I went to Beverly Hills, and he's since retired. And I guess he just like just hung it up. But like. He had this, it's called Slimmons. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like an old school aerobics class. And he comes in and he says hello to everybody. And, and it's like, a, it's a great workout. And then he sits everybody down for story time after he starts talking and crying. It's, it was pretty, pretty amazing. Is that a hard class to get into? No, you just go. Really? There's not, mean, it's not sold out? Well, it's, they're closing it now, but like, no, there's a whole bunch of people and like, there's a pecking order. Like the people that you come in there, you're new, they know you're new. So the ladies pull you aside and they're like, all right, here's how it goes. You can stand in the back two rows. You can't be in the front three rows. Those are reserved. Those are all the regulars. And oh, they, I like, see. they tell you how oh, so you it is. So you can sort of audit the class. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, was it expensive? $15. That's it? Yeah. And I bought a towel too for another $15. Oh, shit. You're damn right. You're going to buy a towel. Yeah, a little Richard Simmons beach towel. The, um... So did you wait on Woody Allen? I waited on Woody Allen and Soon Yi. What were they? Were they pleasant? Super quiet. Just like, 
I don't, it's weird because like, I can't imagine being Woody Allen and Soon Ying going out for dinner. Cause like that, and at that time it was, you know, it wasn't that far after they like had started right. being together. So it was pretty, it was pretty intense. Yeah. I've seen them out and about a couple of times and it, the, oh, I remember around, the first time I saw it was in Soho and you kind of was like the first time you go, Oh wow. That you just assume like, Oh, this, this can't be real. And then you yeah. look at them, they're like shopping or whatever. Like, Oh my God. And then a f- few months ago, maybe six months ago, I saw them in front of a movie theater. Oh, on really? the Upper West Side, yeah, they'd gone to the movies and. Did you ever yeah. see Bowie around down here? Because didn't he? No, live he here? lived sort of. He lived a few blocks away. Um, he's like one that I always was hoping I would just like spot. I feel like he's someone who, uh, I guess maybe he couldn't hide easily. But Woody Allen, I mean, the, he has a little hat on, but it's like, oh my God, that's Woody Allen, <laughs> yeah. and he's with Soon Ye. So, so yeah. were they? Uh, how was? Let's talk tipping from Woody Allen. Twenty uh, percent, nothing. Twenty percent. You know who doesn't tip? Richard Dreyfus. Seriously? Fifteen percent. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know you what your do tipping standard is, but it's like, definitely... but like fifteen percent. Like I remember, and he like had special requests for his spicy tuna roll. I'll never forget. Fifteen percent. Fifteen. I just I don't understand because it's like, if you add three dollars to your tip, you've gone. You could go up to like twenty five percent, depending on what you order. Just to seem like a baller, right? It's like, and you've got tons of money. When I'm in a cab, like. It's no skin off my back to give the extra 50 cents or the extra dollar to make myself feel great. And they feel good because they're getting, you know, the extra percentage or whatever. But like, yeah, some of the best tippers were Rosie O'Donnell. Howard Stern used to be. Stern, I heard, is a good tipper. Great tipper. So nice. And he's nice. Yeah, he's really nice. Unassuming. Um, Yeah, I can't remember who else off the top of my head. But those were like two great tippers. Woody on 20%? Yeah. How do you? I don't. That's. But then there's probably those celebrities that are like, why should I have to pay right. more because I'm famous? Right. You know? Yeah, I could see that. And they answered their own question. Yeah. <laughs> why? Because I'm famous? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of have to do that. Yeah. 20%. Go 30% and tell me how your life changes. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. Having said that, I'm strictly, I'm just been 12%er. 12%. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I think I'm a, I'm a good tipper. I'm not like flashy, but I'm also not rich. We, come on, you're, you're a world-class comedian. You I gotta think be... I, I've had people comment that I tip them well. Okay, good. They it say, feels good to, to do something like that, right? They say, nice tip. No, they. <laughs> no, I've had some where regulars, where I'm a regular at a restaurant, and at some point they bring it up. That I, you're always taken care of. So oh, they nice. do. That's yeah, nice. Yeah. My mom, I taught my mom how to tip. They see that old lady rolling in with her jazzy. They don't think they're going to get the good tip, but she right. wasn't the good tip because I taught her. <laughs> Did she, uh, was she a... Uh... I think, I mean, it's also a New York thing. It's yeah. Like, I think if you go to a diner in the Midwest yeah. and you get 15%, you're going to get a big thank you and a smile. Yeah. And, a, and a, wow. So that's interesting that 15% from uh, the aforementioned actor. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's weird. The, um, what other, sh- what other jobs did you have? I almost what said shitty that? jobs. <laughs> I just waited tables forever and ever. That was kind of. It. And you're touring a lot now. Do you do you like touring? Um, yeah, I like it. I like watching. Uh, I like to um see it gets a little better every time, and I like that. Oh, because more people show up, yeah, and then you make them. You're treated better, and you make a little more money. Yeah, yeah, that feels nice. What is like your what's your like dream performing scenario? <laughs> um, like. Style of venue or audience size? Or... Right, well, I'll ask it a few different ways because I realize it's kind of a vague question. That cat's ripping up my couch. Oh, my God. Is um, this a custom couch? 
all things being equal, what do you think, like, let's say you're going to get the same money no matter what size it was. Mm-hmm. How big a place would you play? Like 400. Yeah? Yeah. That's a good size. Yeah. Well, I love Joe's Pub. That's my favorite venue. And that's like just under 200. Yeah. Um, and I like it because it's like there's banquets and people can eat and drink during the show. Um, I don't really like like theaters so much. I guess it would be like sort of a loungy vibe. So you don't mind food? I don't mind food. I mean, like you can eat, but it's not like that people aren't going there for dinner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it depends on when you go on like at a comedy club. Sometimes you get you do an early show and you're like, all right, they do serve food and everyone's eating. But you're just something about looking down in the front row. Yeah, but I like it because then I like I'll fuck with somebody's food. Oh, that's or, true. Like, I'll grab like, their like whatever. I do a lot of uh, inter uh, interaction. I'm a robot on stage. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't interact. Whatsoever. I do like what would probably be considered hack stuff for like comics. I like to like Ooh. touch people's things. I don't even know what hack is really. Oh, I, I have a feeling you do. I guess I'll get my notes on the 18th. <laughs> I will uh, direct message them to you. Okay. Good. We might be on a we might be on a a private email or a phone number uh, basis by then. You know, you you could. Uh, you could really uh, up the star power in my phone. I actually, you once told me your email address, and I sort of memorized it, but I'm not going to say it out loud. Oh, don't say it out loud. No, 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 no. I think you probably told me too, but I probably had a couple of units in me, so I can't remember. You had a couple of uh, Chardonnays in you. Yeah. Oh, you know my drink. That's is nice. that your drink? That is my drink. I'm not drinking it right now because I'm trying to uh, just de-poof a little bit. But Do you um do you have a wine app that takes a picture of the label? I use that today, I do that, actually. But you did? Yeah, because first, first, when I first got it, I go, I can't be that guy who does it then i realized you know this is the way it is now and it's the way it is you know what you that's why you know what you like i mean i drink the same thing so but for reds i I try to keep track of it like that so you got your what's your brand of white uh rombauer chardonnay rombauer <laughs> yeah what are we looking at bottle uh 38 39 dollars oh, pretty, pretty good i mean that's it's, pretty expensive it's for like to have around the house it's a little too pricey yeah it is a little that's a little uh that's like if some big thing happens and you're like i'm gonna treat myself but normally, like, if I'm just drinking, like, an at-home wine, like, I'd like it to be, like, $15. Yeah. But I'm not – I this year, I made a little money, and I was just like, well, fuck it. I'm going to drink Rombauer. <laughs> if I had the money, I'm going to drink it. You have a wine cooler? Uh, No. My place is kind of a dump. I'm, I'm looking to move. What do you have? One-bedroom studio? It's a two-bedroom. Two-bedroom? Like, but it's small. It's on the Upper West Side. It doesn't get a lot of natural light, which is good for me because I'm kind of, like, nocturnal, but – but it's these like lofts and you know like my I got lower back problems from getting out of the fucking thing. Oh, lofted bed. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Too old for that. Yeah. Like here, you can go sit on the side of your bed and we can still be talking. All right, I'll do that. <laughs> you seem so comfortable. Where Thanks you are. for revealing how small my apartment is. That we're no, I can just see from the other room the bed. She's in one of my six bedrooms. <laughs> hey, get back over! Don't play the grand piano, Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone knows I have a grand piano. <laughs> um, where so you want to stay on the Upper West Side? Uh, I see you on. Um, here's where I see you. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Before I, rather than let you answer the question that I asked you, mm-hmm. I'm going to answer it for you, and then you can tell me it wrong. Um, I see you either on, like, Bank Street or Jane Street, mm-hmm. or I'm just I'm just spitballing. Like West Twenty First Street. I'm. I have a friend that lives on West Twentieth, and I was trying to get into like a building on that. Oh, block. thank you. <laughs> but I was also just looking in Brooklyn, and I, was, I found this gorgeous apartment. And my friends are like, they said Carroll Gardens, and they're like, no, that's that's really Red Hook, which is you know near no public transportation, and yeah. Um, 
I like to be alone, but I don't want to be isolated. I don't exactly. Know do. I'm the yeah. same way. Yeah. I mean, like I've, I've been looking at apartments and like, um, I don't want to reveal too much. I don't want to be able to pick your building off of a map, but like, but you know, like a big building with a lot of units, like, I, f- I don't know if I would like that because too many people could see you coming and going. And- but you know what, though? Like, I'm in a pretty big building, and I I know, like, the f- people next door kind really? of say hi to them. Like, yeah. I've never introduced myself. You don't, like, have mixers over here? Over no, there. but I don't. It's very, like, each day, like, I, there's, like, a handful of, like, oh, yeah, that that guy lives here. I've been on yeah, the Yeah, but when I was about- at your doorman, I was like, oh, apartment, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to reveal it. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, Todd? And I was like, yeah, Todd. Yeah, but he's not. Um, Is yeah. that because you you got that star power? Or? Well, I am famous, <laughs> and uh, you know you've mentioned some, you've dropped some names earlier, so I know I'm not blowing your mind with that information. Well, you dropped Louie. I forgot to you, you dropped that. I name. dropped it when after you started that ugly trend <laughs> of name dropping. You're not going to watch the Golden Globes tonight. Um, no, I'm going to go see my friend Champagne Jerry at Joe's Pub. What is Champagne Jerry? He's a rapper. He's a rapper. Mm-hmm. I've heard his I'm name. His oh my god, Jerry. he um. His real name is Neil Medlin. So Neil Medlin and AK Champagne Jerry Murray Hill and I are like all buddies and we play catch in the park and do drills and stuff. And, and, uh, we spend a lot of time together. So he's, uh, he's a rapper. We're good friends. He's like a performance artist. And that's sort of how I started too. So I remember, I feel like I, I used to do shows in places where I sort of ran in circles with those people more than I do now. Was yeah. A, Cause Murray knew you had a Murray know you. I don't know. There was this place called Mo Pickens. Yeah. Mo Pickens. Yeah. And then there was also, I remember this woman, Penny Arcade. Yeah. Who I just saw a poster for because I was curious what, I don't remember where, I think I met her at a comedy club. She's she, like, seemed, she seemed really nice, I remember, if I remember. Yeah, she she sort of wasn't that nice to me. If oh, really? She's nice to me now, but oh. like, um, but you know, she's been around for forever. She's nice to me now. Um, you know, but when you're first starting, people are always like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> you know? Right. They're a little, uh, yeah. Suspicious. Not me. I'm like, Hey, welcome to show business. Yeah. Do you have any questions? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm also like a really enthusiastic audience member. So are like, you? people probably think I'm a kiss ass, but I really just like to go and have fun and All enjoy. Right. Well, I'll invite you to my, when I tape a special in April. Oh, where are you taping it? Um, I'm taping it. Well, I, I don't want to announce it yet. Cause it's not. Oh, it's not public knowledge. No, it's probably in New York I'm doing it. Well, that's exciting. Empire State Building, baby. <laughs> so it, you're starting to make some money. What what do you what's like a what's like your what is like a dream splurge for you? What do you what do you want to get? Um Where, I just want to make enough money so I can travel like with a companion so i can get another dog and bring another dog with me oh you can only bring one dog per person one dog per person i think is i think that's a rule but yeah i love i would love to be the person who's there with you only so you can get another dog (laughs) if i could do this without you being here and just have the dog that's the way we'd be doing this (laughs) i didn't know you could only travel with one dog i think so i mean maybe you can do more and i just haven't really gotten that far with the with the nice people at Delta. Thank you, Delta. Delta.com. Hey, Delta, while we're at it, um, I'm I'm willing to break my allegiance to United and go with you if you full-on status match me. No <laughs> challenges. No have to do this. Just give it to me. I'm those, famous. Those lounges are nice. Don't you like those lounges? I don't, yeah, 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 yeah. You probably get that just because they're like, oh, Todd, no, Mr. Barry, please come on I'm, in. I've certainly been in them, but I, for the most part, I'm just coach and... A TSA pre-check, but you know oh, that changes lives. Oh my god, that's I so love good. it so much. Oh my god, 
I'm going to start crying. <laughs> it really is not. And now they got the St. Clair. Do you know about that? That's been around a while. That's actually pre-dates. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Did, it, doesn't, it doesn't look like it does much. Well, it just looks like it's in like six airports. Yeah. Or, or it doesn't look like it's like, this is, you're going to be like, this is clear airport. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but TSA pre-check's usually pretty good. Do you, have you, um, you've toured the world besides Australia. Have you, um, did you some. do England? I just did England this summer. I was at the Soho Theater for two weeks. How'd that go? Great. It was really fun. Were you in that downstairs room? Yeah. Oh, that's a good room. Yeah, I liked it. And it was really great audiences and more people came than I thought were going to come. And um, I went to Sydney, did some uh, independent films. Oh, you did? (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to Sundance. You are? I got two movies at Sundance. Do you really? (laughs) Yeah. Fuck. They're small movies, but I'm excited. I've never been before. I went once a long time ago. For The Wrestler? No, they. Uh, no, I went to Venice Film Festival for The oh, Wrestler. Thank hey. you for bringing that up. And Toronto, thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> On my own dime, though, to be full disclosure. No. Yeah. It was like, you pay, you can hang out with us. <laughs> There's no, like, we're not buying you a ticket to fucking Venice. Just a quick little um, sec- um, sidebar. I follow Mickey Rourke on um, Instagram. Oh, really? Well, Poppy does. And uh, he's got a Pomeranian, and, he, and he's got more than one dog, but he calls the one number one, and he just takes like number one out to like to the gym and leaves the other ones at home. <laughs> I thought he was a cho- uh, well, not a Chihuahua. Yeah, a Chihuahua guy. Uh, the one I see, the number one's a, definitely a Pomeranian. Really? Okay, so back. So you you went to Venice, you went to Toronto. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. but I did I did a thing for the Sundance Channel in like two thousand. Oh, fancy! And they flew me out there, and uh, it was pretty cool because they were like. Yeah, you're gonna be there four days. You, oh, we'd like you to just watch movies the first few days. So let us know. We'll stand in line and get you tickets. Like they're so fair about it. They're uh-huh. like, they're, we'll get someone to stand in line for you, which I guess doesn't sound fair, but it sounds like, can you just get me the tickets? <laughs> you are the Sundance channel. I mean, like it's, I mean, like if anyone has an in with the Sundance. But so yeah, I went saw Blair Witch. Oh, like when it was yeah just before coming, anyone oh my God. yeah so it was kind of fun and I saw a movie that like a documentary and, and Roger Ebert was in the audience reviewing it so, oh really yeah so it was kind of cool but oh, they're both dead now isn't that crazy who Siskel and Ebert oh yeah they are yeah I used to love that show I know it was that, very that, tense it reminded me like mom and dad I was in, you got a nice pillow top over there sorry I'm revealing too much about oh, your yeah. your personal in this is your, um, yeah. your sanctuary what's your favorite hotel chain. Well, right now it's Kimpton because of the animals. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Actually, I kind of like Kimpton sort of sliding into number one because it's got those, um, I like their beds. They let the dogs and the designs are all different. So you're not like always in the same room. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. What about you? They're pretty, yeah, they're nice. Um, I like a good boutique hotel. Uh, I like a, boutique a chain. Hotel. I don't know. See, I know I asked that question. They're all, I mean, if you just want a utility room, like mm-hmm. a nice courtyard by Marriott. Oh, you can't beat that. I mean, as far as just like this, <laughs> yeah. plenty of outlets, nice bed, clean, <laughs> fairly big room. Can't go wrong. Hampton yeah, Inn, I same like type of thing. You know what I like to do? I go on hotels.com and I'll get like a moderately pli- priced uh, hotel, but I'll get the fancy room. So I feel like I'm like a baller when I go in. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's a good thing to do because sometimes you like... I feel like I would. That'd be a smart thing to do in New York. It's like you can stay at the fancy hotel for six hundred dollars yeah. and have a cute little cube. Yeah. Or you can stay at the the Hampton Inn in Soho. Get the the suite get the with like baller the... suite for, <laughs> yeah. and you have like a huge place and you're in a great neighborhood. Why not? Oh, what a boring way to end this podcast. <laughs> we got to end with something spicier. Did we hit all your questions? Did we? Yeah, my questions were shitty. I just thought we'd kick back and. I think we did pretty good. Have you Have you done Marin's podcast? 
I don't think he knows who I am. Really? Mm-mm. I just—it's always very important that I scoop him. <laughs> you scooped him. I scooped him on Obama. That felt great. Spr- <laughs> Springsteen, I did six years ago. <laughs> so this is your podcast debut. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I've done a. I did Dave Hill's podcast, and I've done Julie Klausner's, and that's about it. What is Julie Klausner's? Um, I can't remember what it's called. How was your week? Is that what it's called? Was, was that fun? Yeah. Dave was really fun. I had a crush on him when I did it. He didn't know. I brought him really? Cookies. You know, when I, I feel like the first time I met you was in San Francisco. It was. Like we were eating at a Japanese restaurant, Dave and I, like in Japantown. Yes. And then suddenly you walked over for some reason. No, I think it's even more than that. I feel like we got picked up at the airport at the same time. And like the driver stopped us like some coffee place on the way home. And then later you end up going to eat with Dave and I saw you guys. I don't think I met you in the ride to the airport. Well, I'm very unassuming. It'd be hard to remember me. Six foot tall, blonde, big knockers. (laughs) Oh, I remember you now. (laughs) Big knockers, yeah. (laughs) No, it's probably the Bridget, right? Okay. (laughs) I'm just happy you got my name down. Yeah. No, I remember you you came over to the table and I I felt like that was the first time I met you. And then I started hearing about you. You're one of those people who's like, all of a sudden, after that restaurant meeting, probably because of that. Then all of a sudden, there's a lot of there was buzz about you. Well, after you come on the seventeenth, you can let me know if it was merited or not. I will. Uh, oh my god, I can't believe you brought up me coming to your show and invited me. Do you, that, is that a nightmare? <laughs> people asking you for free tickets? Um, it can no, be right. It can be. Was it in, in the way I'm doing it? Um, no, you're. Uh, you know, when a comedy giant asks you if they can come to your show, you're like, Fuck, yeah. yeah, you fucking move mountains, you make it happen. There you go. Well, on that note, let's plug your tour dates. Yeah, um, I guess they're on my website. <laughs> BridgetEver.net. When does this go up? It might go up this week. Ooh, okay, so I'm going to be in Nashville and Denver and Dallas and Austin coming up and Sydney. So you can look at BridgetEver.net to get those dates. I have listeners in, I'm guessing, all those cities. I mean, no doubt. And Bridget Everett on uh, Twitter? Yeah, and on Instagram. Facebook and all that. I know. Things. What a boring. I know. This is such a boring thing to talk about. But you know what? Look, and then, uh, yeah, YouTube. YouTube. I've never posted a video on YouTube, but there are no. ones of me. You know, I was going to tell, that's what I was going to tell you. We'll close with this. Uh-huh. The video, there's one video link on your website, and it's a video that's been taken down. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. I'll watch this one video. Little, And it says, this has been taken down for nudity and our blah, blah, blah. Did you know that? Oh, that makes sense. I, I I have a lot of uh, little pops and dings with the boobies and stuff. It's a pretty funny fuck you to the people who go to your website. (laughs) Here's the video section of my website, and it's a video that's been pulled down. All right, so I'm going to give it a tune-up. Yeah, tune it up. Check back in, like, March. Check back. If you whip that up tonight, you'll be all set. Yeah. Thanks for being here, Bridget. Thanks, Todd Berry. It's been an honor. And uh, people at home, thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.